a Republican truck driver spent only $153 on his campaign and beat the Democrats. We go over a complete fact check of the Kyle Rittenhouse case. Potential voter fraud has been discovered in New Jersey by Project Veritas. We're going to go over the video. And San Francisco plans to mandate COVID vaccines for children 5 to 11, even though no one under the age of 20 has died from the virus in the city. We can tell this some more in just one second. If you can, please drop the video like, subscribe to the notifications on every single day. Now, this show is completely funded and supported by you guys. So please become a YouTube channel member, Facebook channel member, Patreon supporter, or even a local supporter. If you're on YouTube, you can also drop a super chat. I read them after my show. Uh, the show's not recorded live, so I, I read them afterwards. And if you can put your Instagram in there, so this way I can message you and thank you personally. Anyway, guys, let's get right into this. So this is the Republican truck driver who spent $153 on his campaign to beat the Democrats. And meanwhile, the Democrats spent nearly $1 million. Now, I'll play a video that he recorded. I think that he recorded it with his phone. This is his campaign video. Hello, my name is Edward Thur. I'm running for New Jersey State Senate. I've lived here all my life, raising my three kids. In 2020, my opponent sat by and watched as Governor Murphy forced nursing homes to take in COVID-19 patients, resulting in the death of over 8,000 of our seniors. He remained silent as Governor Murphy, with his lockdown and mandates, forced the closing of over one-third of our small businesses, costing New Jersey family thousands of jobs. He has done nothing as seven out of every 10 moves are leaving the state, placing a heavier burden on those of us who remain. The Senate President has spent 20 years in Trenton. Higher taxes, increasing debt, and a rising cost of living. We deserve better. New Jersey, it's time for a change. So together, let's end single party rule. Vote for me, Edward Dare, for Senate. I love this. I love it. I mean, it just, he just, a regular guy, just just a regular guy who's like, you know what? I'm gonna run for state senate and screw it. <laughs> raised, I guess he raised, I think like five to ten thousand dollars, and he and he did it. So let's read. Despite the failings of defeat, uh, uh, despite uh, failing to defeat Philip Murphy, the state of New Jersey has ended up with an unexpected potential victory that will change the political environment of the state. Ed Durr, a truck driver who spent only $5,000 on his general election campaign and filmed his social media advertisement on an iPhone, rests on the verge of defeat a long time. Uh, this is, I guess, a, a dated article. It seems, you know, this race, if won by Durr, will uproot Democrat leadership in, a, in the state Senate and allow for more sensible policy. Durr explained on Fox News that his possible win is not an achievement of its own, but rather one of the people. He expressed that the people have had enough of Democrat leadership in the Senate. He conveys that it seems like uh, Sweeney had stood idly by in New Jersey, lost one. Okay, whatever. We get it. We get it. We get it. We know, the, we know what's going on in Jersey. Ed Durr is the most authentic individual to have ever entered the political arena um, that you or I have ever encountered. Let's read what this says. It's a screenshot. Dirk compared his guest, his, compared his quest in challenging Sweeney to restore a rusted, broken-down 1964 Mustang that is sitting on bad tires in his front yard. Like the car, New Jersey has a good bones and a strong foundation. Uh, what it requires now is someone to show it a little TLC. Like, just, just, just a regular dude. Just... 
just a regular guy. And he did it. And I'm happy to see that. I'm really happy to see that. So we're going to be going over the fact checks of the Kyle Rittenhouse case. This is an article that comes from AmericaNow.com or AmericaNow News uh, on the App Store. And let's read because I think it's pretty well put together. So one of the claims is Kyle Rittenhouse traveled from out of state to defend a business during the August 25th riot following the shooting of Jacob Blake. Kyle lived in Illinois with his mother roughly 20 miles from Kenosha and worked as a lifeguard in Kenosha. On August 24th, the day before the shooting, Kyle Rittenhouse worked as a lifeguard and finished his shift at 8 p.m. Afterwards, he would head home, uh, head to the home of Dominic Black, Dominic Black, sorry, Dominic Black in Kenosha, where he would stay the night. On the night of the 24th, uh, riots erupted in downtown Kenosha. Black and Rittenhouse stayed at the residence. The next morning, Black and Kyle made for town in order to assist business owners in cleaning up the rubble. The pair also assisted the high, local high school in cleaning up graffiti from its walls, according to the testimony given by Black. Along, um, along the way, he would meet the owner of Car Source. Black and Rittenhouse exchanged numbers with the man with the promise of help if needed. The night of the 25th, Black and Rittenhouse agreed to help the owners of Car Source defend the two businesses' locations he had in town. You know, such 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 an, such an evil boy, literally cleaning up the town. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, ruling, part partly true. Kyle did travel from out of state to be in Kenosha, but for work and not the express purpose of attending a riot and defending businesses. It seems like he'd, he'd been there for work and then stayed there and then ended up helping people. So, claim, Rittenhouse illegally possessed his rifle. Kyle Rittenhouse, on the night of August 25th, possessed a Smith & Western M&P 15 rifle loaded with uh, .223 ammunition. He is uh, currently being charged with the possession of a dangerous, dangerous weapon by a person under 18 under Wisconsin statute, which states any person under 18 who possesses or goes armed with a dangerous weapon is guilty of a Class A misdemeanor. First off, I just want to say that, that would be a misdemeanor. Just because he's with the gun illegally, I, I would have to personally say that doesn't mean that it makes him a murderer. Uh, but don't stop reading the law there. It is unlikely that Kyle Rittenhouse will be found guilty due to an exception made under the law under statutes, whatever that states. This section applies only to a person under 18 who, uh, who 18 of age who possesses or is armed with a rifle or a shotgun if the person is in violation or not in compliance with, with these uh, you know, statutes. Each statute listed is a separate law that the individual must not be violating. If the person under 18 is in compliance with all three statutes, the rifle or shotgun is legally possessed. The statute deals with short barrel rifles and shotguns and expressly outlaws them in the state. A short barrel rifle is defined as any rifle smaller than 16 inches in the barrel length and 26 inches in overall length. Kyle's rifle with a barrel length of 16 inches and overall length of 32 inches. The statute... Uh, 29.304 deals with uh, restrictions regarding individuals aged younger than 16. Rittenhouse was 17 at the time of the shooting. Therefore, he cannot possibly be violating that specific statute. The final statute is that Kyle must be in compliance uh, with, it, with is a hunting regulation. It makes it illegal for a person to hunt without a hunting license. Rittenhouse cannot be violating the statute because he's not hunting.
Nowhere in the statute does it say that a person must be hunting to possess a firearm. It only prohibits poaching. Kyle was not participating in the uh, prohibited behavior, therefore he is in compliance. On the night of August 25th, Rittenhouse was in compliance with all statutes listed uh, and matched the exceptions made. The exception only allows for 17-year-olds. Okay. Uh, ruling false, Rittenhouse was illegally possessing the rifle and was in compliance with Wisconsin law despite charges. Um, I, I was just have to say full disclaimer, I have seen people argue against this one, but we'll see how it rules out in court. Um, I, I would have to lean probably towards this side. It seems to make sense to me. But let's see, claim. Gage Grossen, whatever, the man seen on video with his hands, with a handgun pointed to Kyle, was a felon and, un, and unable to possess. Okay, let's see. False. He is not a felon and is illegally allowed to possess the firearm in the state. So, okay. Claim Joseph Rittenbaum, first man shot and killed by Kyle Rittenhouse, is guilty of having a sexual relations with a minor. Uh, and that's apparently true. Claim Rosenbaum had started dumpster fire and pushed the dumpster towards Ultimate Gas Station. Wow, this guy's trying to set up explosives. Um, let's see what the ruling on that one is. Uh, and it's true. And they have videos, um, I guess, showing, I mean, there's literally a, a photo of him pushing a lit um, dumpster, so I, I don't know what they expect. <laughs> Claim Rosenbaum had uh, left psychiatric a psychiatric hospital the day of the shooting. That is true. Claim Anthony Hilbert, the second man shot who possessed a skateboard, has a criminal history, which is true. Uh, Rittenhouse has a criminal record. Uh, that is false. Rittenhouse was acting as a medical as a medic for both protesters and militiamen, and that is true. So let's read how that was true. How did Kyle the menace a protest by providing medical aid? Go ahead, take your time. How was it even a protest when people were burning down businesses? Kyle Rittenhouse is seen on almost every occasion that he, uh, he is filmed before the shooting yells, Medic, does anyone need medic att attention? In an interview conducted by whatever the Daily Caller prior to the shooting, Rittenhouse indicated that his job is to help people and that if someone is injured, he would run into danger to save them. So, so I guess he was helping both sides. Uh, Rittenhouse wore latex gloves to prevent fingerprints on the weapons. That is false. Rittenhouse wore blue latex gloves virtually at night. It's reasonable to assume that he intended purposes to avoid bodily fluids from touching his skin while rendering medical aid. If Kyle intended to prevent the creation of evidence that uh, he had touched the gun, he would not have volunteered to be a member of the the interview while he holds the weapon. Yeah, I mean, that makes the most sense. I mean, why, why would he wear gloves to cover his fingerprints while showing his face all over everything? With all his videos going on, you think he would have covered up his face if he was trying to hide, like you see Antifa on the left do all the time. But let me know your thoughts on the situation. I think it, there sh this should be, in my personal opinion, this should be an easily an easy slam dunk win for Rittenhouse, um, just based on all the facts. And also, the judge seems to not be taking shit. Like he doesn't want to take. She's not taking shit from the prosecutors. They were trying to frame Kyle Rittenhouse as a leftist, uh, not as a leftist. I'm sorry. They were trying to frame Rittenhouse 
as a far right um, Nazi extremist because he guess he did the okay symbol at one point or something and literally the judge you got to see these videos of the judge almost like laughing in the face of the prosecutor like like what are you talking about like why are we even talking about this how is this even relevant what are you even saying here and it, it's quite entertaining watching um, the judge just completely call out the prosecutor for just being disingenuous. In the election in January of last year? Uh, the presidential. Uh, yeah. And did you register? No, I wasn't registered either. Are you registered now? Oh, I never filled anything no. out. No. Okay, then I can't see how you can vote because you're no, not registered. Remember, I do remember him. Okay. Remember, we was allowing anyone to come in. We was allowing anybody to come in, and they say presidential. Yeah, Dorney General did a us. Okay. I'll let you fill out ballot now. Whether or not it's going to be, uh, they're going. I just want to say there's a pop-up saying. I'm gonna just go back to the pop-up because I think it's very valuable information. Um, and it said non-citizens cannot vote or even register to vote. That's uh, New Jersey state law. Oops, I don't know what happened to the video. Okay. Whether or not it's going to be, uh, they're going to count it, I don't know. But I don't know if it works because I'm it an Irish But I'm an Irish citizen. I'm not. It doesn't matter. Oh, you're... Are you? You have some citizenship here. With the work visa, yeah. Listen, we'll let you do it. They'll figure that out. And this one says poll workers may not provide a ballot to someone who is not entitled to vote, and she's doing this. So I guess that wasn't covered by Project Veritas. Now, I, I do want to say, I do want to be clear. Obviously, there was an a, a illegalities going on there where they were basically allowing an illegal, a non-legal citizen, I guess, to vote. Um, my problem with this is, yes, great job. You uncovered the potential, actual potential part of voter fraud. But, you know, we got to be devil's advocate here, and that's how we become, you know, we, we, we flesh out our opinions and we flesh out what's going on. She also did state in there, and, I, and she said, we'll let them figure it out to see if it would be counted. I believe she said something like that, maybe not the exact quotes. So there might be some type of vetting process that will not allow that vote to be counted. Um, not completely sure, but you know, we, we, we got to call that out. You know, we're not going to try to just look at this and now try to say, well, th well, this is proof that New Jersey was stolen. This is not proof that New Jersey was stolen. To be fair, I do not think this indicates a widespread voter fraud operation. Seems to be more like an idiot poll worker, if anything. Could, could this have potentially been exploited? For potential voter fraud, yeah, it's it's totally true. It's it's possible. It's possible, but this is not evidence. This is not proof of fraud that would declare, I guess, a widespread voter fraud operation with the Democrats. Now, I know a lot of you guys probably don't want to hear that because you want to find and you want to see things that benefit your case. But guess what? We we cannot have this confirmation bias. We need to take what is being presented and try to scrutinize it beyond belief. And if you can't scrutinize it anymore, 
to the point where like, okay, I guess maybe we do have something pretty valid here that deserves more to be looked into. This, I hate to break it to you, is not that. I just want to read some of the comments that people made when I posted this, just to see if there's anything of value in there. One person says the $40,000 voter dump indicates widespread voter fraud. That's people talking about, I guess, when one of the counties updated and it like it, the county flipped um, to the Democrats' favor. I, I need to see more proof than just reporting data being updated. I, I need to see more proof than that. I need to see something like we've counted, you know, there's been tens of thousands of dead people voted at that time. We found a, a, a truck backed up and unloaded late ballots like if, if i can see stuff like that it's like yeah you know what i mean i agree with you but i need to see i need to see more than just numbers updated on the reporting that don't i don't like like who knows it could be it could be a million reasons for why the numbers were updated as they were maybe one reporting center wasn't reporting or maybe who knows it can be error there can be human error there i need to see more evidence but i do think it does warrant a greater look. I don't think it's, it's I'm not going to bang the gavel and be like, oh, look, there's a voter fraud operation. Numbers updated that I didn't like. No, no, I want to see more, okay? We saw something that doesn't, that looks a little sketchy. Let's look more into it. It's not proof of anything. Some says election fraud is a serious crime, whereas law enforcement, I'm sure law enforcement will probably be getting involved. That idiot poll worker is getting paid by someone to throw the doors open. I promise she's gotten a few thousand in cash to behave this way. I highly, highly doubt that because she was confirming with somebody else. And also, they don't know how this guy would have voted, neither. It's not like he's coming in with, I'm going to vote Democrat to sign on him. And they're like, oh, you know what, here's, the, here's a ballot. This guy can vote for Trump, you know? Uh, hats off to Project Veritas. Death penalty for voter fraud is a little bit extreme. We need to train the trainer who trained this poll worker, quite literally. I mean, if you hear the video, she's you know, she's talking off cam, you know, off camera to another poll worker, or it seems to be like her superior, and the superior was in agreement. So, um, <clears throat> it's that's the thing is, it, it, at the end of the day, that doesn't prove anything. I know you hate to hear it. I'm just being real with you. I'm not going to give you guys some confirmation bias to get likes out of you. And this is how we find out the truth, okay? We take what we see and we heavily scrutinize. And then we come up with a conclusion. And that's that's the verdict. The verdict is this is not proof of widespread voter fraud that led to uh, the Republican losing and the Democrat winning. Show me more and we can go over it and look at it. Look at it. So parents slam San Francisco plan to mandate COVID vaccines for children 5 to 11, even though no one under the age of 20 has died from the virus in the city. May stated, are we going to have to carry birth certificates to prove four-year-olds are ineligible? The Californian city plans to mandate children uh, to show proof of vaccination to enter indoor venues, health officials said on Wednesday. No one under the age of 20 has been killed by the virus in the city since the disease surfaced more than two years ago. Figures from San Francisco's COVID tracker show that the 664 citizens that have succumbed to the disease, that's it, only 664 people died, none are under the age of 21. City officials made an announcement the same day that the CDC granted emergency approval for Pfizer Biotech for that age group. Children in San Francisco have roughly two months to get fully vaccinated before they must show their vaccination passports to enter venues. However, COVID-19 is shown to post a low risk to children with young, uh, 
to children with young children accounting for less than 0.1% of COVID deaths in America. Critics argue that this shows uh, there is um, therefore unnecessary to vaccinate kids. I mean, let's see, percentage of cases by population by age, percentage of death by population by age group. And it's quite literally, quite literally, it is almost exclusively killing old people. So um, just based on this data, well over 50% of the people who died from this virus seem to be over the age of 80. I don't know if this is localized data. This is San Francisco data. The total cases of 52,664 deaths doesn't really qualify for national pandemic levels, if you ask me. Um, so yeah, m almost all almost all the people who died from this virus are ages 60 and up. Um, and that doesn't even account for a percentage of the cases. The majority of the cases are ages 30 to 39. That might also just be because, uh, also, you know, that does, that does correlate with the percentage of population. If you're looking at this chart, the cases do have some sort of close correlation with the percentage of the population. Um, but as you get older, it looks like there's actually less cases, but more deaths. Um, but when you go by the deaths based on the population, there is no massive disparity until you get to 60 and above, where the deaths over the death percentage overrepresents the percentage of the population. But hey, this is where we are. To force vaccinate kids, destroy kids' childhood over, vac over a a virus that is almost exclusively killing old and sick, already dying people. I mean, we already talked about this for nearly two years already. Um, nothing's logical what they're doing. It's all about control. So listen, if you are a conservative living in California, if you're a patriot, if you're a Republican, you have two options. One, fight to protect your rights, which let's just be real here. Uh, it's it's a hill we're going to die on in these Democrat states, in these Democrat cities. Really nothing you can do at the end of the day. Just being real with you. It's just you're too outnumbered. Democrats are too in bed and too in control. Or you can do like our ancestors did when they came to this country. You can leave San Francisco, go to places like Arizona, Nevada, even Texas, help swing them red with your vote, or help keep them red with your vote. Because guess what? Guess what, all patriots out there in California? You're too good for California. They don't deserve you. Move somewhere else, lower the electoral college vote of California, increase the electoral college vote of red states, or even increase them in swing states and flip those swing states red. That, that's going to do the most good. It's going to be the, the moving... The, I guess uh, the migration of conservatives, we need to spread us out properly across America, and we can make this country incredibly red in the future. That's why I moved to Nevada. I moved to a swing state. I lived in California. I lived in New York. Guess what? I've been saying it for 10 years. There's no hope. There really is no hope. So I moved to a swing state that quite literally there is extreme hope for. Anyway, guys, thank you for watching. Please drop this video like, subscribe to notifications on every single day. If you can listen to flips of the show, the Joey Saldino show, and all the podcast apps. If you're watching on YouTube, please become a YouTube channel member. Um, drop a super chat; It'd be greatly appreciated. Um, 
Also, if you're on Facebook, you can click the support button, become a Facebook supporter. If you're not, if you're listening, or if you want to join me on Patreon, you can join me on Patreon, or you can even join me over on Locals and support me there. The show is completely fun and supported by you guys. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening. Peace out.